to another episode of Salvation Solutions. I am Aviant. I am Aramis. And I am Pastor D. So last week we were talking about kingdom seekers. Right. And this week you want to talk about kingdom connection or kingdom connectors. Correct. Kingdom connectors. Yes. So what is the difference between a kingdom seeker and a kingdom connector? Well, kingdom to, to be a kingdom seeker is is really one that's dealing with um, ascertaining the mind of God. We took that from Matthew's gospel, the sixth chapter, verses 30, 36, I believe it is, where it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. The idea of seeking, that word seek there means to ascertain the mind of. When David was in the wilderness and he was singing songs to God, his purpose for singing those songs was to, the Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. Well, that word heart in the Hebrew actually refers, is a direct reference to the mind of the spirit. He wanted, to, he wanted to know the inner thoughts of God. He wanted to get to the subconscious of God. He wanted to get to the, to the root, the precept of why God did a particular thing. And that thing turned God on to the point that said, I'm going to make this man a king. See, a king, king, true king activity, they, they're always after the why. They're after the how to. The Bible, says, the Bible says it like this. It says, it is to the glory of God to conceal a matter. But it's the honor of kings to search it out. See, God doesn't hide things from us. He hides things for us that we may pursue that. And as we pursue that, we become closer to him and further away from everything else that becomes a distraction. A true seeker is one that's after the mind of God. They want to know the why behind God. They want to know the precept of God. But now you have to go from being a kingdom seeker once you ascertain that, that insight, once you ascertain that know-how, to being a kingdom connector. you got to fully embrace it. you got to fully want to do it. you got to fully want to execute a kingdom connector is one that sees and that understands and has ascertained the mind. Now I need to, I need to connect to this thing. I need to, I need to become one with it. I need to, I need to, I need to make it a part of who I am, what I do, how I think, right? The idea behind being a seeker is God wants us to think like him. I know religion don't like that. <laughs> Not at all. They want us, he wants us to wait, think why? like him. Hold on, wait, why? Oh, uh, religion, religion will tell you, can't nobody think like God. Oh, that's where you're going with it. We're human. Can't nobody oh. think like God. Can't nobody know the thoughts of God. Can nobody know the mind of God? That's how religion talk. It's you supposed know? to be mysterious. Right. God, you know, oh. you know, you know what God does. You know, God work in mysterious ways. Right. That is one of the most religious statements you can make. Right. And I know folks folks looking at them say, God work in mysterious ways. Which is interesting, ways. though, because I yeah, think for people those who don't will know pull that scripture and say, see, God is working. Because God works in mysterious wait, ways. Wait, you said God pulled that scripture. I said, I, I can see people pulling that, that scripture to tell us that God is still working. Wait, what scripture? God works in mysterious ways. Ain't no scripture for that's that. That's not a scripture? No, that's no. not a scripture. <laughs> no. That ain't no scripture. That's what I'm saying. People say it to the point where it's a scripture. That ain't no scripture. <laughs> it's just like that serenity prayer. No, no that ain't no scripture. That. That's the whole point. Folks say that to the point where they, they make you think it's scripture. I have been churched all You've been churched all your life. Ain't no scripture in that. That ain't no scripture. Oh, man. We need that's that praise is right gong so bad Listen, right now. I, that's, that's one of my statements. That's one of my statements is, I mean, one, I told you I'm working on a message right now. The, the top 10 most religious oh, statements. Yes. That's I'm one of them. That, that would one. be perfect. God working mysteriously. No, he, to those who don't know him, he worked mysteriously. Right. If you don't know him, yeah, all of it is mysterious. Right. Wait, so where does that come from? That come like, from religion. No, but Papa no. D. So, so it, it'll, it'll yeah, come okay. from. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> it'll come from. He's going hard with that whip out. Man. <laughs> eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither, ha neither have it entered into the heart of man the things that God has for them. So they'll mm -hmm. take and that And that's scripture. where he got that from? That's just, they'll take that scripture and be like, see, you don't know. It's mysterious. Not supposed to know. You know but, but they don't quote the second half of that scripture. It okay. says, but God has made, revealed this unto us by his spirit. Paul, Paul, he killed him with that mm -hmm. one. 
Yeah, there was a time when we wouldn't know because we didn't have the spirit. But now we got the spirit of God in us. We can know all things. Man, see, see, it's religion. I'm, man, listen, as a father, mm -hmm. as a father, what is it that you don't want your son to know about you? As a father, you want him to know you. Everything. Yeah. I, I want him to know me. Right. God ain't hiding nothing from us. He don't want to be mysterious. That's just how. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, it, it angers you because that's, that's just, it's just, it's ignorant. Yeah. He's a father. He's a lover. He's a king. He don't want his children not knowing him and being mysterious to his children. Okay, so what do you say for this, how they say that um, God, God shows in parts? He shows in parts. In other words, he reveals himself. He reveals himself in parts. So he, he makes right. him, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's stuff about me. Papa D, y'all don't want to know, right? It's something I mean, about Papa D y'all don't want to know about. She can speak for herself. I'm good. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, you would want to know. But it's, it's, it's aspects of Papa D y'all don't want to know about. And it's right? aspects that Leslie should not want me to know about Papa D. <laughs> right. So I get it. But no, but the point is there's certain, God will make himself known to us like, like, like to everything there's a season. Mm. There's certain things right now railing at what, five hours? Four. Four years old. Like. He can't know everything about right. daddy now, right? So, right. so you reveal things to Raylan as he's able to handle it. Yep. So when, he, when they, well, I don't even know where they get that from, but when they say God reveals things to you in parts, that would be what I hope they're alluding to. When I explain it to you is revelation of God is progressive, right? Jesus said, like he said, he said, I got so much to share with y'all right now, but y'all can't handle it. See, it's never on God. If we can handle it, Jesus would have poured everything into them, but they couldn't handle it. Right. So it's all about him being a loving father who don't want to be mysterious to us. They get that. They get that stuff. And I don't know where they get it from. I don't know. I'm, I'm asking myself, like, where did they, where they, where we get this stuff from? Like a lot of this, really, where, we, where this stuff come from? Ain't no word on it. Ain't no Bible on it. Right. We're going to deal with another one later on. Talking about applying <laughs> the word. Ain't no Bible on oh, applying yeah. the word. Yeah, we did say we was Ain't no Bible on that. That's interesting because when, when we're talking about kingdom seekers and kingdom connectors, nothing in there sounds like to apply. No. It sounds like something you have no. to actually like get into. Exactly. Yeah. That, and that's what it's all about. And, and that's what we want to bring out. We're going to talk about the process of bringing forth the word. You don't apply the word, you bring it forth. You know, it's, it's how it's birthed into your life. Mm -hmm. I don't go and, you know, take a scripture that I read yesterday for the first time and say, oh, I can apply that to my life. And then I start applying it to my life I, the way I see fit. That ain't how the thing work. Christianity and religion, that's how it work. Mm -hmm. But kingdomology and kingdom, it don't work like that. You know, and we're going to deal with that. So, yeah, we, we want to make the progression and take the next step from being a kingdom seeker to a kingdom connector to where you connect with this thing um, to my wholeheartedly, where you can bring forth fruit 100, I mean, 30, 60, 100 fold. You want to make a connection with the kingdom of God. And see, that's the problem. Um, the Bible says it like this, that we've been delivered from the powers of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, every born again believer has been translated. That word translated actually means to be traded. There was an exchange that was made. God says, listen, I'm going to give you my son, Jesus. You're going to give me everybody else. You're going to give me man. That was the exchange. Didn't know, didn't know that that he was going to raise him from the dead. They know he was going to resurrect him and, and he was going to return back to me, right? But the exchange, he would, we would trade it. Like, that's how, think about how valuable, just think about the love in that. See the love in that, how valuable we are to God. He's willing to trade Jesus for us. That's how valuable we are. We was translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Here we are in this kingdom, this whole new world, this whole new government, this whole new structure. How do I operate in it? 
is like me going from the Miami Dolphins to the Buffalo Bills. I can't come to Buffalo with Miami Dolphin playbook. I came to come to Buffalo with the Miami Dolphin culture. I can't come to Buffalo with Miami Dolphin policies. Well, you could, but you wouldn't be there. Long. I wouldn't be there long. You're right. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, you, you wouldn't be there long. You, you, would not, you wouldn't fail. You, you'd fail. You wouldn't be able to operate. You wouldn't be able to function. And so that's what happens when we come into the, when we, when we translate it into the kingdom of his son. We think we can continue to live the way we live when we was in the world. The world has its, the world, world actually means an orderly arrangement. It has its arrangement and its order of how it functions, its own culture. I come to the kingdom now. Now I got to be, I got to, that's why Paul says stuff like this. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformation don't come through being born into the kingdom. Think about that. Transformation does not come just because I was translated into the kingdom of his son. Transformation comes by the renewing of my mind. Now I have to have my mind renewed to the policies of the kingdom. I have to have my mind renewed to the best practices of the kingdom. I have to have my mind renewed to the culture of the kingdom. If I don't do that, then I'm going to be in the kingdom, but I'm going to be operating like I'm in the world. Confusion, chaos, frustration, disappointment, heartache. I quit. This don't work for me. But you never took the time to become a kingdom seeker. No, you took the time to become a kingdom connector. And that's what we got to understand. That's what we got to communicate to, to the body of Christ is that the kingdom of God is a whole new world. It's a whole new structure. It's a whole new atmosphere. It's a whole new environment. And you have, to, you have to be purposeful. You have to be purposeful. You have to have a, take the initiative to connect to it. That's our responsibility. One of the things we said we wanted to talk about was whose responsibility is it to connect to the kingdom? That's our responsibility. 100%. I have a question. <laughs> okay, because I, I, I always want to make sure I don't yeah. be cutting you off like he does. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> so um, I know that the the process of manifesting whatever we whatever comes into us. So first we have to hear it, and then we have to understand it. Mm -hmm. Is it always important? And I know we talked about this before, but I just want to reiterate it again. Yeah. Is it important for us to always hear it first, or can we read it first? And then understand it because I know the well, switch of hearing and everything. Goes. Well, reading it is actually the process of hearing it. Okay. I get what you say. It's almost one and the same. It's, it's separate, but it's almost one and the same. We read to hear. Reading it is, is part of the process of hearing. So you can kind of put those two together, right? But but the process um, is in Matthew's gospel, Matthew gospel, the um, eight, thirteen chapter, eighteen verse, where we talked about the end, uh, the, the 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 parable of the sower. And you get to the end of that particular parable in verse 23, and it says, but he that receives seed into the good ground is he that heareth, understandeth, beareth, and births. So there's a four-step process to manifest in the word. We might as well go ahead and deal with that one that I thought now, where we start talking about the, the, the idea of, of applying the word to your life, okay? I, and I get and I get it. You know, I get what folks are saying, but it don't actually work in that fashion. The idea, just to be clear, that most people have when they say, Aaron, you need to apply the word to your life, is they'll say, I'll give you a scripture. I'll say, let's say, you, um, let's say you, um, you're dealing with a, 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 uh, a faith issue on, of, uh, of healing, right? And you got, you got, you know, elbow pain. And I say, you need to apply the word to your life. And, and then I say, you need to quote the scripture in Peter he was bruised by our iniquity, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes ye were, we were healed. You need to apply that to your life. So what I'm telling you to do is go, go find that scripture, write it down, quote it, and apply it to your life. That's what I'm basically telling you to do when I say apply it and expect it to work. 
Well, that's, that's, that's inaccurate, right? Here, Jesus gives us a parable of the, of the kingdom, of the good word of the kingdom. Remember, it says, when, when one heareth, when, when the parable, so when one heareth the word of the kingdom, verse 18, when one heareth the word of the kingdom, right, and understandeth it not, which is a problem in itself. If you don't understand, if you don't understand the word of the kingdom, you're a prime target for religion. You're a prime target for somebody to come and trick you up. You're a prime target for somebody to come and tell you whatever. Come, somebody, listen, when you don't understand the kingdom, folks can come up to you and they can say, you know, God work in mysterious ways, and we think it's a scripture. Eventually, no, that's what happens. Is that a jab at me? No, it's not a jab. Ooh, okay. No, no, babe, you're not telling. No, no, wow. no, no, seriously. I wouldn't dare jab at you like that. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's you, you representative of thousands. That yeah. I, that's not the first time I've heard a religious statement quoted and somebody think it's a it's a um it's a scripture. It's a yeah, because we say it so much. Because everybody says so much, you think right. it's a scripture. Right. I can't think of that other statement. I'm trying to think of it, but I can't think of what it is. But you would think it's a scripture because people say it so much. And I had to tell someone, man, that ain't no scripture. That ain't in the Bible. Yeah. It's not. No, that's religion. But if you don't understand the kingdom of God, you become a prime target for somebody to come and say to you that, that anything from, you know, um, uh, you know, we can't know the mind of God, you know, or, you know, uh, God helps those who help themselves. Mm. Folks, I bet you folks think that's a scripture. That's a, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, I bet you, I bet you that's a scripture. People think that's scripture. All, you know, all kind of stuff. I'm just yeah. going off the top God of the head. I don't now. like ugly. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's another you know, big one. That ain't in the <laughs> Bible a, either. That's another but big one. But the point is, understanding is the key. Um, and we'll get back to that. But verse 23 says, you got to hear. First thing is hearing. We talked about them. We actually we did a whole podcast on hearing. Like, you can't live by faith unless you're hearing. Hearing is critical. Hearing is the priority, right? Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I got to have an ear to hear. I developed the ear to hear by reading in the Bible, like you just mentioned. Then you got to understand what you read. The, the, the concept of understanding is critical. Uh, Proverbs says, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get it. And in all you're getting, get an understanding. Understanding is the platform by which we can become wise, by which we, we, we become those who are able to live life skillfully. That's what the idea of wisdom is from Proverbs is the ability to navigate life and to live life skillfully is to know when to do this and when not to do this and when to go here and when not to go there, how to say this and when not to say this. It's the skill that it takes and required to live life. It's to live life with skill. It's to navigate, it's to navigate the pitfalls and, the, and to avoid the mistakes. That's wisdom. That's know-how. That's understanding. That, that, I mean, that's rooted in understanding. Understanding is the foundation. I know it sounds as if when it says wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get it. Then it says, in everything you get, though, you got, you got to get an understanding. You got, to, you got to have an understanding. If you don't have an understanding, then you won't be able to graduate to wisdom. Understanding gives birth to wisdom. Understanding gives birth to discernment. Understanding gives birth to seeing. Paul, Paul, Paul got a, a, a unique perspective on understanding. He almost talks about it as if it's, if it's, a, as if it's a person, as if it's something. He says this. He says, he says this. He says, the eyes of your understanding. Right. He mentions characteristics of understanding as if it's it's not just a, a nebulous thing. It's something that's touchable, that's tangible, that you can. You know, he says the eyes of the, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. So so understanding is 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 the foundation to the ability to know how to do a particular thing and discern. Right. If you look at it, if you look at it uh, definition by definition, it means it means to pull together. It means to combine. It means to unite. And the idea behind that is if I want to know Aramis and the, the intricate parts of Aramis, 
I have to get a complete comprehensive understanding of all those parts. I have to be able to pull those parts together. I have to be able to pull his attitudes, his dispositions, his, his, his likes, his dislikes. I got to be able to put all those things together. And then I got a complete understanding of Aramis. I know Aramis from beginning to end. Now I'm able to discern issues with Aramis that comes up. I'm able to say, oh, here's where Aramis is in this process. So here's where he needs to go. See, when I understand the faith life, right? The Lord has given me a word as it pertains to faith. And I understand faith. From beginning to end, I understand that in order to live by faith, you got to hear word. And in order for faith to be real, you got to you got to be a doer. So from beginning to end, I understand everything in between from the spirit of faith, from the from the might of faith, from the light of faith, from the sight of faith, from the law of faith. All those things I got to understand it from. So when I'm talking to Aramis, because I pulled together all those compartments of faith, when Aramis starts talking to me about faith, I can locate him. Oh, oh, he needs to understand the law of faith. Oh, she needs to. Oh, you need to understand the spirit of faith. Oh, you don't you haven't put it together. So when I when I become when you become a, a master or an expert in something, you understand it to a degree to where you can help people walk in it because you are able to discern. Now that's that's what Solomon did. Solomon said, Lord, I wanna, I wanna understanding so that I can manage your people. He said, Man, because you ask for understanding, because you care about the people, I'm gonna give you everything you didn't ask for. Right? So understanding is that is key. If you don't understand the kingdom, if you haven't pulled together the, the parts of the kingdom of God, that's, that's the, the foundational and that's relevant, you're prime target for religion. Okay. So hearing that, though, Papa D, I think for, for me and for a lot of people like me who grew up in the church, here might, here might be one of the issues. If you go into church as a child and you are taught by this man of God, and he he is preaching from from the word, so you're actually getting your your understanding of the word through him, through his eyes. So it kind of feels as as if number one, I don't have to go back and read it for myself because he just gave me the understanding. And then number two, grow, growing up, and then once you start to honor and respect that man as like a father figure in your life or whoever he is, you you don't actually feel as if you have the right. To try to get your own understanding and tell him you're wrong when you have more experience or dealt with God more in your life than I have. Right. Let me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Let me tell you how I would answer that question. So people say, well, 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 my pastor said this. Okay. I ain't with your pastor. Listen, <laughs> pastor might know a whole lot more than me, but he don't know this. He don't know this more than me. I know this. Right. Mm -hmm. So part of what you alluded to is the problem. The Bible says, they that lead thee cause thee to error. That's all Jeremiah was talking about. That's all Ezekiel was talking about. Talking about the leadership. That's the problem. And that's it. As, as long as y'all have been around me and as long as y'all will ever be around me, I'm always telling y'all, read your Bible for yourself. Right. Right. Like, honor Pastor D. Honor Papa D. You know, embrace Papa D. Receive what Papa D say. But go search the scriptures for yourself. Mm -hmm. Paul said this about the Berean church. He said, he said, when he, when he spoke the word with them, he said, they went and searched the scriptures themselves to see if those things that Paul was saying were so. So the way you honor me, the way you honor me, uh, when, when, you, when, you, when you receive something that I say, is you go and search the scriptures not to disprove me, but to approve me. He said, they went and searched the scriptures to see if they were so. So they didn't go with the wrong spirit. See, some folks go with the wrong spirit. Some folks can go, well, I'm going to prove Brother Aram is wrong. That ain't what to say. Uh, you'll never get it. You'll never get it. God can't give you nothing in that spirit. So you got to go in the right spirit. So they went to search the scripture to see if those things were so. But you, you, never, you can never dishonor me by approving that the things that I'm sharing with you are accurate and that's from the word of God. Paul said this to Timothy now. Timothy was like, listen, Timothy was, 
He was the guide of Paul. Like you couldn't get closer to Timothy, to Paul than Timothy. But what did Paul tell Timothy? He said, Timothy, consider the things that I've shared with you. And the Lord give the understanding in all things. He said, not like like Paul could have been like, you know what? What I said is, is bond. Don't worry about it, Timothy. He said, no, consider these things before the Lord. And the Lord give the understanding of all things. That's what me as a leader, as a Papa D, as a pastor to you, I'm to give you what the Lord has given me. But you got to meditate in those things. You got to consider them. And then the Lord give you understanding. Do you, feel, you have any questions? Okay. Do you feel, do you feel that it is, it's easy for someone? Okay. So you remember how you said that just because you're translated into the kingdom doesn't mean that you are transformed because right. that's by the renewing of your mind. So if you're considering someone that, that just been tra- translated into the kingdom, so they're a babe in Christ, as we would call them. Mm-hmm. So then once, once they hear your understanding of something, how can they make sure that they're hearing right if they if they're reading their their scriptures to get another understanding? Because I feel like you like for for people who are babes in Christ, they they have one voice who's ever teaching them. Right, right. So how right. can they hear something else different? Well, it's by the spirit. I'm going to give you an experience. I'm going to give you firsthand experience. Right when I when I first got saved, I, remember I grew up completely unchurched, and that and I say that to the glory of God, and that's been one of the advantages that I might have over somebody that grew up in church. I didn't grow up in any kind of religion. The first time I read my Bible, I opened my Bible up, was, was I read it from Matthew to Revelation, one city. But that was the first time I opened up my Bible, and it, was, and it was all in the Spirit. I just got saved that afternoon, and I started reading my Bible, and that was it. So I, I didn't, I was in, we was in season, so I, we couldn't go to church on Sunday. So I was just, you know, I was just reading my Bible. And when we finally, I think it was on a bye week, we finally got a break. I said, you know, I said, I want to go to a service. Now, mind you, I had been saved six months. I've probably been saved three months, maybe less than that. But I've been reading my Bible every single day. And so there was a church that everybody was familiar with on the team that people would go to. So I decided to go to this church, right? Denominational church, very traditional church. But I didn't know at the time. I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just glad to be reading my Bible. I'm saved. I'm filled with the love of God. I'm filled with the Spirit of God. I'm experience all this manifestation of the Spirit. I'm excited. I'm, I'm speaking in tongues. I'm, I'm loving people. I'm, I'm forgetting. I mean, I'm just, I'm loving it. And I go to the service. And I'm sitting there, and the preacher, first, the worship is, you know, it's traditional choir. And I'm like, man, I'm trying to get into it. You know, they know better than me. I'm just trying to get into it. Get through the worship. Preacher come up. He started preaching. I'm like, what? Something. Now, mind, I don't know nothing. I'm, I'm saved two months. I'm like, what? That just, just don't feel right. It don't sound right. It was, but, but that was all by the Spirit. I didn't know nothing in my head to know what he was talking about wasn't right. What we talking about ain't right. He using the script. I'm reading it. I'm like, wait, I don't say it. Man, I ain't never went back. Never went back. Something wasn't right by the spirit. See, I knew by the spirit that wasn't right. See, and 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 I live my life from that perspective. When 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 I'm listening to you, I'm listening. I'm listening intently. Like, like, I hear fast. Like I to too. I hear good. I hear fast. I hear no, good. That's true. I've trained myself <laughs> to hear, and I'm able to process. So I hear yep, fast and, and I hear you good. Process it. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm receiving. I'm hearing it, but something. I don't. I don't listen to Aramis in the sense of I'm waiting for some Aramis to say something that ain't right. No, I, I'm I'm listening, but something on the inside be like, oh wait a minute. Wait a right. Wait a and right. then and then he, he starts repeating that one thing over and over. <laughs> right, I repeat it. Right, <laughs> like the brother, the brother, like the brother last week. Too much. You got to apply the word. I esteem this brother. I respect this brother. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what he's saying. But I don't know about that. 
Doesn't the word say hear it twice? Yes, the Bible says, the Bible says, once have God spoken, yet twice have I heard it. Mm -hmm. That's where I get my repeating from. See? Power <laughs> oh, belongs to God. I repeat it to myself. When you repeat it, remember, remember that word, that, right, <laughs> that word, that, and that word twice don't mean two times. It means okay. it means repetitively, right. repetitively, over and over and over, right? So, so when you repeat something, when you're hearing it, you 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 Jesus said it like this. He said, Let these words that I speak unto you sink down into your hearing. Right? The word that you hear gotta sink down into the the mind of the spirit, the subconscious is what we'll call it in the natural. It gets into the mind. Now you know something, right? So I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying by the spirit. I'm hearing by the spirit. And if something you say don't connect with the spirit, I'm going to get a check. And I'm going to have to examine that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to examine that thing. I got, listen, I got to see if this thing, something ain't right about it. I don't know what it is. Something ain't right. That's the first thing. And then I search the scriptures to see if those things are so. And I find out. You don't apply the word don't work like that. That ain't how this life works. The faith life don't work like that. You got to go through hearing, understanding that we just explained. Then you got to bear it. This is a powerful part of the scripture. You got to bear it. The idea of bearing is the same thing with a woman. When she receives the seed of her husband and then she bears fruit. She, the child, the embryo, the, the child begins to develop from the embryo stage and it, and it develops. She bears that child for nine months. Then after nine months, what, she, what does she do? She brings forth the child through the normal process of bringing forth the child. So what happens when you when you want to see the word manifested in your life, when you see, when you want to when you want your life to be one with the word, it is about hearing, understanding, bearing. Right. So and just to give some context to the idea of bearing fruit in the 20th verse, it says it talks about he who receives seed in stony places is the same as he that heareth the word. Un and nine straightway goeth and with joy received it and hath no root in himself, right? So the problem with this particular person is they have no hidden life. Roots speak to the hidden life. When you think about a tree, the life of the tree you can't see. The roots are hidden. Right. Hidden life speaks of your prayer life. It speaks of your worship life. It speaks of your Bible reading time. It speaks of your meditation. It speaks of your intimacy with God. It's last night I'm up two or three o'clock in the morning. I'm just talking. I'm going back and forth. I'm just talking. I'm me and the spirit just talking. It speaks of that intimacy. See, a person don't have this part, this, this aspect of their life develop, they'll fall by the wayside. They'll fall by the wayside. It says, it says they do it for, for a while, but when tribulation, persecution come, rise for the word's sake. Remember, no, no, it comes for the word's sake. See, you folks hear the word, they, they run around the church screaming and shouting. We, we familiar with that. Folks screaming and shouting, running around the church, clapping and all that crazy stuff. Man, folk ain't got nothing. They endure it but for a while. <laughs> then they're going to be the same folk. They're going to be coming to you with issues. They ain't got nothing. They ain't got nothing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> them folks, man. It's, it's all, it's no, all the show. It's all, it's all really, it's just part of the show. It's, and get it, I've, I've done ran around the church and I've done screaming. Just let me, let me clarify that. Just because they run around the church don't mean they don't have nothing. Let me say it like that. Okay. In my experience, okay. in my experience, <laughs> most of the time, them folks, that's, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. What you see right there, that's, that's it. That's like the end of it. That, I'm, I'll never forget. One time we were sitting in the service. You know, we come from a background where folks, you know, they go up to the altar, they fall out, they lay all out, and they, you know, they laying all out on the floor, they praying. I'm like, something about that just. I used to go to those prayer lines. Yeah, and it would feel yeah. like It would feel like the pastor is like pushing you, like he wants you to fall. <laughs> and I, I would just stand there, and then he would go finish the line, and then he would come back and try to hit me again. Like, well, that's a whole, that's a whole I, other issue right like there. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about people. No, I'm talking about people who would go up there on their own, get on their knees, and it's, to me, it's like, it's like you didn't preserve nothing for him. 
Like there's got to be a part of you that you reserve for him. That's just me and him. That's the, prayer is one of the most intimate things you can do in life is pray. I'm not just going to do that in front of anybody. Like, like, that's like, listen. No, I'm no, going. I'm going. No, I'm going. No, I gotta I go. I have a question. I gotta go. No, I have a question. I gotta go there. I have a question. Probably. Just got a little bit. <laughs> go. <laughs> she know I was going with that thing. What time is it again? She know I was going. We got two no. minutes. She two know minutes. I was we going with that no. thing. We shouldn't have ten minutes. But that's that's what it. That's it. That's it. Like like you we got said, to we hide said 30 something. Minutes, right? We you did. got to hide some part of your life, right. from everybody else. I agree. It's for him. Yep. You should hide that part. <laughs> <laughs> it is it. I'm just giving y'all glimpses. <laughs> what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, it's, it's like when I used to see folks, I'll be like, Lord, like that's it. That's it. That's the extent of their, their hidden life right there. That's it. Everybody know. There's, there should be parts of my your intimacy with the Lord that I don't know about. There should be this, there should be this thing you do when it's just you and Him that that you be too embarrassed to let anybody else see. Mm. Folks run up there, lay it out. They lay it all this all before everybody to see. That's all. Anyway, it says they have no root, right? The root is where you bear fruit. It's in that root system is where the fruit is bare. So when the, when the Bible refers to them, which also bear beareth fruit, it's talking about your hidden light. I bear fruit in my hidden life. That's what the word is developed inside of me. When, when I hear Abiyan speak, when she released a revelation, and I say, oh, that thing, oh, man, I received that thing. Now I go, I go meditate in that thing. I think on it. I look up the word. I st- I'm bearing fruit. I'm becoming one with that word. The same way the child becomes one with the mother, eats what the mother eats, drinks what the mother drinks, sleeps how the mother sleeps, everything that that mother goes through, the child experiences. So it, she becomes one. The same way with the word. The word becomes one with you. You become one with the word. I receive what Aviam said. And now that thing is working. I'm bearing fruit. Bearing fruit and giving birth to fruit are two different things. Now, once you, once you bear fruit, now you can give birth to it. When the time, is, when, the, when the moments arise in life, when the opportunities come in life, and that word on loving is inside of me, that word on giving is inside of me, that word on honor is inside of me, that word on forgiving is inside of me. When that thing is one with me, when it comes up, it, just, it, it comes forth. I don't have to apply it. It comes forth. Applying is outside in. Bringing forth is inside out. And that's what God is supposed to design us to live. And the thing about it, too, I love that you don't even you don't even know how much you are bearing when you're really soaking in it, because it wasn't until going through my divorce. See, that's good. Oh, that's had... good. That's good. She don't know how good that was. What she just said. <laughs> you don't even, you don't, that's good. You don't even realize how much you're bearing. You just worship it. I'm just loving the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm just meditating in the word. You don't even realize how much fruit you're bearing. Yeah. You don't not, even realize until it. it's tested. That's real good. Yeah. She don't even know how good that is. That's gonna be. We might talk about that next week. <laughs> That's good. You don't realize how much you're bearing because you're just going about. See, when I say apply the word, that's that's work. That's work. Ain't no work in bearing. How hard is it for the branch to bear fruit? Mm, it's a natural. Thing. Man, he's it's just laying there. He's yeah. just laying there. He's just stuck to the tree. He's stuck <laughs> to the tree, man. The branch just stuck to the tree. He ain't doing nothing. He's just stuck on the tree. Right? We just abiding in Christ. We just stuck on the, we just stuck in Christ. And the thing just come, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just so in love with him. We made a song, I'm so in love with you, G. We wrote a song, yes. I'm so in love with you, G. I'm just, that's, I'm bearing. I'm bearing. It's coming forth. That's so good. But go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> he did to me what he Eight did. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, eight it's minutes. not even supposed to be. <laughs> hey, trying. I got we you. We need these eight. We need these eight. We need these eight. We got some more to get in. We need these eight. I need these eight, sis. Okay, mama. I need these eight. I got permission to take these eight. Yes. Yeah. 
Look at that, that overriding again, that executive producing What's it called? overriding thing that you're doing. Volunteer, 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 I'm volunteering. Yeah. So I would say actually the the one thing that hit me when you're talking about Kingdom Connectors is when you said that you hear something and the mind, like the mind of the spirit, like how it hits your spirit. Like that's, mm -hmm. I feel that's when you know that you are connected. It's when it's not just like you're processing in your mind of knowledge that you have, yeah. but when it's like hitting a spirit, like. I don't know. It's like a feeling. Right. No, so you I, got it. That's, that's, like that's, that's how yeah. I go. He's like, oh, ah, I got it. It's like it. something I heard or something I read just doesn't, it doesn't yeah. resonate with right. that. Right. So I feel like like that's that's a part of being a king of connector is when it like it hits you in a different place. Not just mm -hmm. a mind thing, but like an, uh, you know, mm -hmm. inside thing. No, that's it. No, that's it. So, 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 um, Edify Productions. You had to bear that thing first before you brought it forth. You had to bear it. It was heavy. Right, it's, it's it's like man, it's like a law. It's like it's like it's like man. I remember Sister Leslie when she was toting the children. When she was toting the children, she was toting the children. children. Well, it's toting. Wait, what does bearing, that mean? Toting it means to carry. To, to, <laughs> to oh, carry. carry. <laughs> I call it toting. She was, her belly got to the point she couldn't even wash dishes. She had to, she had to turn to the side to wash dishes because she was bare. It was heavy. It was heavy. These terms do drive you to a different place. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Who said <laughs> that? What does that mean? the children. Like it makes you take she a step back. Wait a Who's second. Was he Jada? Was Jada? Really mean what he just said? Just, she was toned up. She was toned up. It was, I mean, the belly got so big. She it was a, it was that's how it is when you're yeah. bearing. Man, that thing, man, you because it's at work in you. Yeah. See, the Bible says the uh, Paul talks about the word having free course in you, and these talking about the word bringing forth that which it is sent in, in Isaiah, right? It says it, it, you know, the word gonna bring forth, but you bear it, right? You had to bear it before you birthed it, mm -hmm. right? You bear the word before you birthed the word. You don't apply it. Now, now that you've buried it, now that you've carried it, now that you've nurtured it, now that it's, now that it's one with you, now when life happens, you can bring it forth, right? The key to it, though, is understanding. And I want to, I want to, I want to close with this. We'll close with this. We'll close this case. Okay. Right? It says, um, from the kingdom secrets to kingdom text, this understanding is the key. Um, it, it, it does several things. We talk about how understanding helps you to see the big picture. You see the end from the beginning. Once you see the end of a thing, now you can go back to the beginning. Now you see, now everything in between, you understand. You know how to, you know how to get here. This is what I got to do to get here. That's, that's the idea of understanding from a biblical perspective, right? But understanding prevents you from religious captivity. We talked about that. And then understanding leads you or brings you, brings, helps you to bring forth that hundredfold life that we talked about. Uh, uh, Matthew, the last verse of 23 talks about some bring it forth 30, 60, 100-fold, right? And we, we got, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, seeing things clearly. Paul said that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, right? Understanding helps you to see clearly what it is that God would have you to see. Without understanding, you can't clearly see. You see, you see cloudy. You see, you know, right. disfigured. You see, you know, uh, not, not, <coughs> not in the way God would have you to see. Understanding leads to wisdom. Paul would pray that the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, understanding leads you to be able to live life based off of the skill set God has given you, to live life based off of how-to knowledge. It also gives you the ability to discern. Discernment is key. Like I, The faith life is more about discernment than it is about anything else. You pick up certain things. I pick up things when I'm around people. I pick up things about people when I'm around them. We just had an experience with, with, with a young man that I, when you told me some things about, I picked that up about him before you even told me. I picked it up. That's discernment because you understand 
You have a degree of understanding. You're able to pick up things, right? I believe Jesus operated in this. Paul operated in this. Peter operated in this at, at a high level. Jesus at a real high level, right? Um, and then how-to knowledge. Understanding leads to how-to knowledge. And we know that's the key. That's the key to wealth creation is how-to knowledge. People will pay for how-to knowledge. And that's the key. So when we talk about understanding the word, we talk about being a kingdom connector. You got to understand the kingdom and all of its parts. And that's why that's why we have a whole brand called Perfecting Kingdom Living that deals with understanding how to operate, and how to function in the kingdom of God. Too many believers are translated, but are not transformed. We're, just because we've been translated into the kingdom don't mean we're transformed into operating or functioning in the kingdom. You got to have your mind renewed. There needs to be some things you lay aside and there needs to be some things you pick up. There's some things you learn as it pertains to the kingdom. That's why going to, going to the service is about learning. Going to service is about not about being entertained, but we know our religious coaches, they entertain folks. Whatever I got to do to get you to run around and scream and shout and dance, but you're going to walk out of here ignorant. You're going to walk out of here not knowing nothing, before, the same stuff you knew before you came. I, my goal is to permanently damage your ignorance. I want, I want it gone. I hate not knowing. I want you to hate it. I hate, not only do I hate me not knowing, I hate you not knowing. Don't I want let you to say know. I don't know at no, all. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> Look, no excuse. I say you don't That's know. Illegal. That's illegal. You don't yeah, know. He, he don't know. He, he don't know how to say no. No, no, no I'm no. not accepting yeah. I don't know. Go that find out. Right. That's right. I'm not accepting I don't know. <laughs> ignorance. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, for ignorance. Mm -hmm. I hate it. So, so I hate not knowing the kingdom of God. And I hate not knowing what faith is. I hate not knowing how to love. I hate not knowing what it means to build wealth God's way. I hate not knowing that stuff. So I forensically went after knowing it from the word of God, studying the word of God. I, I mean, I'm talking about pursuing it with everything that's in me. Like the same, the same degree I went after becoming a professional football player, like that takes everything. Man, I went after becoming the man of God that God wanted me to be, knowing what it was God wants us to know. So understanding is the key. I never forget when he first gave me that scripture. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get it. And all you're getting, get an understanding. Man, I said, Lord, I want to understand. I want to know this thing like I'm supposed to know. And that's it. But if you're going to be a kingdom connector, if you're going to be a, um, a productive, I'll use this word, successful citizen in the kingdom, you got to have an understanding. You got to understand. If you don't understand, religion going to soak you up. It's going to leave you in bondage. You're going to be in a religious rut. Ain't going to be able to get out. I'm done. You're done. I, I love. In oh, these last oh, I'm under time. Seconds, I'm under time. In these last thirty seconds, oh, wait, I, I wait, just want to say I, I love how how you've you've painted a clear picture of Jesus being the prime example. But but not only that, you you painted a clear picture of the process to how Jesus became who he who he ended up becoming. And, and I, I say that from the perspective of you know everybody thinks that Jesus was this super all knowing superhuman person, right? But it was it was his connection. To, to, to father that was key in every instance that, that, that he found himself in where he was challenged, where he was challenging others, where he was, you know, ministering, where he was, you know, uh, uh, performing miracles, all of that stuff came through him first, you know, reading, hearing, and having that, 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 that connection, right. And then becoming the connector. Right. But it was, it was, him being in the spirit all the time. That, that's really what it was. It was just him being in the spirit all the time. It wasn't that, you know, he knew um, what people were going to say before they said, they said it to him. It was, it was what he heard in the spirit. And then that's what came out of him. 
you know, so I, I think that's very important for people to understand. Well, well, you know, I got to I got to No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Just, just, we we quick, can go to the next quick, one. No, real quick. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen, real quick. Listen, Luke's gospel, second chapter, verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. He increased in it. He didn't know everything. Right. He didn't know it. He, he had to learn it like we had to learn it. Right. That's what most folks can't grasp about. He had to live the faith life like you and I had to live the faith yep. life. He had to read it and understand, oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. When he read it, that thing came alive in him. He had to, bear, he had to hear it. He had to understand it. He had to bear it and bring it forth. Mm -hmm. Same way he did, we do. Religion don't like that. He was superhuman. Oh, that was Jesus. That was Jesus. Right. You're that not was, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my example. <laughs> Jesus, 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 not only is Jesus my example, but I, listen, I am the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ and members in particular, right? We're not Christ-like. We are the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I will say to that, that Jesus had to grow and he increased in wisdom and knowledge and understanding. He had to get it like we got it. And if he had to get it like we got it, and he gave us his word, he gave us his spirit, the same things he had, we have. Same things he did, that's why we can do them. Okay. Now we're done. Now we're done. Now we're done? Now we're done. All right. It was the boys' fault this time. I just oh. want to take note of this I one. I say anything the whole over. time, and That's I say oh. one yeah, thing. But, and now, was... but then you chose at the last 30 oh, seconds. Man. So, yeah, that was that. Okay. Um, thank you. <laughs> Fear not, little flock. What is my father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom? He gave us a kingdom. He didn't give us religion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> When you see this going that means, around, that that's it. it. That means so, that means okay, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Salvation Solutions. Make sure you like, comment, um, let us know. Subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe, yes, so please subscribe. Channel, yeah. If you have anything you would like to say to him personally, he will take that as well. And he has a scripture <laughs> for everything that you do. Praise every God. That you have. Until next time, stay blessed and stay safe.